Virginia, welcome to the podcast. And uh, my my voice is kind of like halfway here today on the podcast. Um, and then that's because of coffee and um, working overnight. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we, when you're a life coach, I tell you, sometimes you get these calls. You know, um, and one time I have I, I have this uh, client in the United Kingdom, and one time uh, he was having a panic attack, and I stayed on the phone with him like for a couple hours. Uh, while the, the, the whole thing got settled. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a crazy world that we're living in right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to deal and how you can center yourself and how you can, you know, be more, uh, let's say, ahead of the game and, and not worry and not buy into the fear mongering that's going on. A lot of fear mongering going on. But first, the attitude of gratitude. So I want to say thank you to all you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, for being here on the podcast, like it's been amazing. Uh, it's it's always amazing, and uh, we have we have a few analytics to share. We don't want to really like get into it too much, but uh, but I want to I want to say though and acknowledge uh, the men. <laughs> the men are like uh, whoa. Our men are like ninety point nine percent right now. I think the females all bailed after the relationship podcast. Um, I, I don't know what it was, but the females went down. Like they were, they were we had them, like females were like 20%, right? Okay. This is not like, a, I thought, I thought it was going to be the man show at first. And then the females started coming back and it was like over 20%. And I was like, whoa. And like now, okay, 9.1%. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, but, but yeah. So, you know, the, the thing about um, the relationship podcast, cause I got, I got emails. I got emails on that. Um, I, I didn't get any DMs this time, but I got a couple of emails uh, because people can email me at the site, jrkjr.com. You can send me an email anytime um, and you can register actually to get uh, updates on the podcast. So, uh, but I got a couple of emails and uh, we're going to address that on another relationship podcast. But if you don't, if you do not believe me, okay, that she does not love you um, because that that's, you, you know, and that I think that's why we lost some women. Uh, but don't get the wrong idea, okay? It's not be- because the people that she really loves in her life are her children, okay? So you're going to learn this. Uh, guys, you're going to learn this. Um, young men, you are going to learn this. Like down the road somewhere, you're going to learn, okay? Because it's not that, and I'm not anti-female. I love girls. I love females. I love women, okay? So yeah, so it, the gender thing, yeah, we got to use women instead of females. But but yeah, so I love women. I, I do. I, and I help them a lot. I help a lot of them in my life coaching. I give them extra time. I, I do extra things uh, for them because because I love them. Um, I'm just not going to sign a contract to, to get in a marriage because today, like, like uh, w- weddings are, are just 
I mean, they're contracts. If you, if you look at 50% of the marriages, right? If somebody tried to sell you a business, I always say this. If they try to sell you a business and they go, oh, but 50% isn't working. Are you going to buy the business? Mm, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't know about you. But anyway, uh, and then iHeartMedia is uh, like way up there. So we want to acknowledge iHeart and Apple Podcast. Uh, more people are tuning in on web browsers. So thank you guys for that. And Spotify, of course. Spotify is our, our home base. And Spotify is just like off the charts. Uh, we don't have, do we have any, I, I'm just kind of looking over the list right now that I was handed. We don't have any new countries. Uh, the last three were Guam, South Africa, and Turkey. So thank you very much. If you're listening outside the country, we want to say aloha from Hawaii. And aloha means hello. It means goodbye. It means I love you. Uh, many meanings to the word aloha uh, from Hawaii. Okay. So anyway, now on with the podcast. So how do you deal with the world that's, that, that we're living in? The, the thing that's going on now in the world, right? We're going, I mean, there's a lot of war and stuff out there, right? Okay. So you guys got to check this guy. If you want to, you know, I know there's a lot of conspiracy people on my Facebook and they, and they keep talking to me and they keep asking me questions. Okay. Um, when I was 13, I studied a lot of this stuff, like tons, esoteric knowledge. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of Bible people that will be in denial of this, but a lot of esoteric knowledge has to deal with things that are written in the Bible. Okay. Um, so for you Christians, um, if, if you look at esoteric knowledge and you get confused, a lot of it is to confuse you. Okay. A lot of it is to make you go, whoa, this is the devil or, or whatever. And I'm just, I'm exaggerating, but you know, I'm making a point. Okay. A lot of it is meant to confuse you unless your eyes begin to open. And when your eyes begin to open, you know, that's our, our thing. When I send people emails at the bottom of my email on here for you, life coaching at the bottom, it says opening eyes, hearts and minds since 2010. Okay. And it's because we open people's eyes. Okay. Now I think, um, you know, when two, when 2020 happened, right? Um, people started opening their eyes, like people woke up, like, and it, I, I want to say it was a rude awakening for some and some are still in denial. Right. And, and, you know, it's not like everybody's going to wake up. It's not like everybody's going to be like in agreement with, with everybody else's perception. Everybody has their own. Okay. Everybody, everybody's different. Everybody's unique. Okay. And in that uniqueness, we try to form groups and we try to go, okay, we got this group over here. And then this group over here is better than that one over there because those guys don't know what they're doing. And that you, you see, you see what I mean? Okay. So, um, that, that's division. That's how you divide people. Okay. The purpose of people, you know, to get people to study, to get people to go, Hey, look at this. This, this makes sense. Uh, look, look at it. Right now it's easier. You know, ignorance is bliss. Okay. The root word of ignorance is ignore. When you ignore something, and I, I ignored a lot of stuff over the years, like a lot. So in the beginning, I couldn't ignore because it was my uncle talking to me and I had to respect him. Okay. And it's, that's just the way it's done in my family. You sit down, you respect, you know, whatever. If you don't agree, whatever, but you don't say anything, you just, you just suck it up. <laughs> okay. That's what we did in old school, right? It's called suck it up and walk it off. So, so the suck it up part was like, yeah, you had to, you had to be a man. You had to be a good soldier. You had to, you had to shut up and listen. <laughs> that kind of thing, right? 
you know, on the other side, you had to walk it off. Like if you got hit or, you know, whatever happened, like in the old days, right? Walk it off. Okay. So there's, there's your comedy right there. Okay. So, so yeah. So, so you suck it up or you walk it off or both. And, um, the old days were not, um, I want to say is not as civil as things are now. Although there's, there's the other side. Okay. So, you know, there's always a balance. There's always a balance. And what you have to do is cling to the good side balance, the good side of the balance. Okay. Cause there's always going to be the bad side, you know, but you know, what's really interesting, the bad side, the bad side is interesting, right? Because nobody wants to see good news all day long. No, they want to go on their cell phone. They want to go on social media and they want to see action. They want to see stupid people doing stupid things, right? Okay, so don't worry. You're not going to run out. There's a balance. <laughs> There's a balance, okay? But for those of you who are overwhelmed every day, okay, and your dopamine is just, you know, peaking, your stress levels, your cortisol, everything is just like ping, 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 like all day long, okay? Um, and you, you know those people that, because um, I got I to gotta tell you guys, okay, for those of you who are sitting around, retired, Watching Fox News all day long. Okay. You guys, and you guys are getting outraged at every little thing you see, right? Now, what happens? Well, it becomes the topic of conversation, right? When somebody comes over, oh, George, did you see that? You know, and right, and they go on and on. Okay. So, so what you're doing, right, to your subconscious is you're cementing these things into your subconscious mind. Okay, and these become patterns. These, these, these things start acting things out. Okay, now, you know, we, we talk a lot about the law of attraction because that's what this is. It's the law of attraction podcast. Now, I'm going to introduce a new um, idea for you to think about. Okay, think about your subconscious as the body. Now, I got to admit, okay, because I learn every day. I learn all the time. I study all the time. Because I'm a teacher and teachers study and, and you have to study if you're going to teach. And it's just the way it is. And, and so I'm always looking at, um, you know, new things or reading new things. I just got a new book um, that I haven't been able to read yet. Uh, but it's, it's written by Harry B. Joseph. It's called uh, The Book of Wisdom. And I'm going to get into that. And if it's good, I am going to um, promote it on uh, another podcast because I'm grateful like that. Uh, I'm very grateful when I come across, you know, good quality things. I, I like to pass it on. So anyway, but, you know, what I'm talking about, like, how are you going to handle all these spikes in, in cortisol, all these spikes in adrenaline all day long, right? Pretty soon you're going to get worn out, right? Okay. And then what happens? What happens when you get worn out? Well, then you look for some kind of alternative outlet. Now, sometimes these things can make you sick, okay? And this is why I'm saying this, because, because too much of this, right, and then hanging on to, you know, those things can make you sick. Now, you know, I've had, um, I've, I've, seen, I've seen things. I've seen things that, you know, uh, people get, you know, so wrapped up in their stuff that it makes them sick. You know, I've, I've worked with people that were really nice people. Like when I first knew them, like they were really nice people. And over the years, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I, I don't know what it was, but you know, now like at the, at the, I, I want to say the, the second half of their life kind of thing, like they're all grouchy. I don't know if they've been married too long. I don't know if that I, but I see them. 
I see them turn and they start turning. You know, I don't know if the world, if, if they're, you know, perceiving the world to be negative or whatever negative, but they, they just get grouchy, you know, and, and I saw this happen to people in my family. Um, I saw it happen to my grandfather, my grandfather slowly, you know, towards the end, you know, towards the, the I, w- I want to say the last uh, 20, 20 years of his life or something like that. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I saw it and he got, he got more and more grouchy and I'm like, and I, you know, and I, I kind of thought, you know, uh, could it be that he was, he's been married too long? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, my grandmother didn't, you know, harass him or anything like that and she wasn't doing anything, you know, so I, I don't know what it was. Um, but I can tell you that, you know, when you, uh, let things go, when you release things, okay. Now, um, you know, I grew up with the Bible. My Bible is right here. Um, I read my Bible like all the time. Uh, I have, I use the Bible app on my phone. So, um, I, I believe in, in, uh, I believe in the Bible as a guide. I believe in the Bible as knowledge. I believe in the Bible as, uh, a very, uh, adequate source of knowledge and wisdom. Okay. Uh, and, and I also view it as a connection, uh, to the divine if you will, or to God, however you want to say that, higher self, uh, you know, what, whatever, unseen, all of that. Um, because if you really asked me like, okay, can you, can you explain God? No, I cannot explain God. But you know what? Like when I pray, like, boom, it happens. Like, I mean, and I prayed for off the wall stuff. We talked about this before, right? But here's the thing. When, when you let go of things, the Christians say, let go and let God, okay? And some people just say, you know, just let go, right? And, and some people call it source. Some people call it, you know, there's so many names for, you know, for that one thing that created all of us, okay? Um, I don't think that we were created by many different entities or let's say, I don't think that, you know, um, there was, there was a, different God for different peoples and, and, and whatever. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really think that. I think there's, there's just one source. There's just one creator. There's just one, you know, and, and I don't know. It, it could be a group. I mean, there's, there is that hypothesis out there and it could be a group of gods that created. Okay. Um, but it, it kind of looks like to me, in my experience, that there's one. It kind of looks like there's just one. Okay. And that's the, that's what I direct my energy towards. But, um, I've seen things with energy. Uh, I've seen the, I mean, I've seen things. Okay. I saw this. I'll just give you this, this one thing. Okay. For those of you who are more spiritual, because we got a lot of spiritual people and they come from TikTok. I have, uh, oh gosh, I don't know how many, um, followers on TikTok, 150, 2000, something like that. And, um, so a lot of, you know, I, I talk to a lot of you over there and a lot of you guys uh, that come from TikTok. Thank you very much, by the way, uh, for coming to the podcast. But, um, you know, a lot of you, right, really enjoy and leave good comments uh, on my videos that I put up. And it's a community kind of thing. It's not about me. It's not about Junior. It's not about, you know, that kind of thing. It's um, it's it's a little bit about me. I mean, there's videos and stuff that I, you know, do my life coaching, right? But the principal thing is like it's it's a place where you can go that you can get information to help you in your life. OK, and um, let me just share with you what I saw 
and and if it was my hallucination or imagination or whatever. But here's one thing I saw, right? So one day, um, I, you know, I come home, right? And there's centipedes. And somebody goes, well, that's, you know, so-and-so said that's jealousy. Like if somebody's jealous, they're, they're, you know, centipedes will show up. And I'm like, well, okay. It was kind of, I mean, it was kind of difficult for me to wrap my mind around, right? And then I said, so what are you going to do? What, what do you want to do, right? And it was like, oh, well, so-and-so said to buy this certain candle from this certain store. And I was like, yeah, right. I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, so hang in there with me, okay? We went down to the store and we bought the candle and brought the candle home, okay? We lit the candle. There were no centipedes. And these, these are little baby centipedes. And they were coming in like every day, every single day. After the candle was lit, from that day forward, there were no baby centipedes, like for months. And I was like, whoa, like what just happened? Now, there's a lot of stuff like that, okay? Um, I, I was... I personally saw a spirit transported from one island to another island and it actually showed up in like in my house. And and I was like, whoa. Like and the only reason the only reason that I that I it was brought to my attention was because it was somebody else who was a little bit more savvy than myself going, Hey, do you notice? And I'm like, whoa, yeah. Okay, so everything is energy. All right. Now, I don't want to I don't want to like, you know, freak anybody out or, or anything. OK, but everything is energy now. Now, ghosts and spirits and whatever, it's all energy. OK, now, I'm not saying that, you know, um, I'm not I'm not trying to get you to believe in ghosts or, you know, anything or spirits or talk to the spirits. I don't I don't believe in doing that. Um, I believe in praying. I believe in, you know, I pray to God. So I don't like, you know, talk to spirits or try to do the Ouija board or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and I know some people do and some people, you know, uh, some people swear by it. I don't know. Um, but, you know, it, it, what I'm trying to get at with this is that I've seen things and I've seen energy work. So therefore, the energy in you, okay, is an extension of the divine because God lives in here. God lives inside. Okay. Now you can take that energy and you can do a lot of things with it. You can ramp it up and you can make it angry and you can make it stir like, you know, like a little hurricane, like a little tornado, like a little, you know, like that, like a vortex kind of thing. And yeah, you can live like that. You can, you can live all strung out and all like uptight and, and whatever. And if you do that, you know, the, um, the human body has a way of manifesting illness. Um, and, and, you know, that I, I learned this from a friend of mine, my best friend for years. Okay. And he was blind. And, um, one day, one day I'll tell the story. One day I'll tell the whole story about, about uh, me and him because it was, it was, it was unreal. I had prayed for years and years and years when I was a kid because I was getting bullied and, you know, bully, bullying, like in today's world is, uh, just as bad as it was before, uh, in the old days. And, and I got bullied like a lot, like for everything. I went through all kinds of discrimination. Like you, you, you have no idea. Um, and it, and it was, it was pretty harsh. Okay. But here's the thing, right? I didn't 
cry about it. I didn't, you know, um, I, I bitched about it. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't like, you know, you know, poor pitiful me kind of thing. I, I didn't do that. Um, I, I just kind of fought back. And what happened was when I, when I kept fighting back, when I kept fighting it, it kept coming back. Like it kept intensifying, right? So what, what was the lesson there? So the lesson was that, you know, I spent, you know, this, this angry part of my, of my childhood, right? Like being bullied, right? So, so, so somebody bullies you, so you bully back, right? I mean, you, you fight back, that kind of thing, right? And then it just increases, increases, increases. By the time I got to my 20s, it was like, I was like a walking tornado. I, I was like, serious. I, I was just like, I was looking for a place to happen, right? And, and I took it out on all kinds of stuff and all kinds of people and all kinds of, you know, whatever. And it wasn't until, you know, um, my, my first mentor sat me down and goes, Hey, look, look, you, you can't keep going like this. You can get sick, right? Now, the get sick part, I learned, or the stay well part, I learned um, from, from my best friend for years and years, and he was blind. And he, we used to sit down like in, in my living room, and we used to sit on the floor because we used to play guitars and stuff. And we used to sit on the floor, and he trained me in several disciplines. And um, I want to say that, that it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what happens when you only listen. You know, when you only listen to things and you hear things, like you really pay attention and listen. Like, I'm like, whoa. So here's the first thing I learned from him. The first thing I learned is how to listen. We, I had this stereo and we used to sit in front of the stereo and he used to tell me, do you hear the, do you hear the, the flutes? And, and this was like orchestra music. And, and I was like, mm, yeah, okay. You know, at first I didn't, right? I heard one big mass of music. And so he taught me how to listen, you know, through all the specifics, like specific instruments and whatever. So pretty soon I could pick out their placement. I could pick out where they were and whatever. It was a heightened awareness. That's all it was. Okay. Because if you're not aware, right? If you're not aware, you're just not aware. And this is, this is for everything. I'm using this story as an example. So, so he did that, right? He taught me how to do that. So pretty soon I found myself like later on in life, I found this was this is when I, I I met this guy when I was like 20, 20, I think I was 23 and I was still like fighting my way through life. Right. And um, and and this guy really changed my life because now my focus was music and like, OK, goals like like, you, you know, I finally came across a musician who was like the, he was a musical genius. And, you know, so now I had a goal, like, okay, now I can finally pursue, you know, the dreams that I had. And, and like, he had the same dream, well, not the same dreams, but he wanted to do music, right? And so, so what I accomplished, I couldn't do without him. And what he accomplished, he couldn't do without me. And so it was kind of like, you know, uh, maybe you old school guys, you guys, um, the, the closest I can think of to that is Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Um, because these were two guys, right. That weren't really making it on their own. Right. But as soon as they got together, it was, it was like, boom. And there's, there's people in Hawaii like that. I can, I can name a, a group, uh, these two guys, uh, for you, for you people from Hawaii, I'm talking about Cecilia and Kopono. And when, when you have these guys separated, okay, 
they're, they're good individually. They're good musicians. They're good singers. They're good performers, okay? But when you put them together, the magic happens, right? And everything goes boom. And, and that's what happened with me and this guy. And it was, it was this synergy, this chemistry that happened. But here's what he taught me. Amongst, you know, the listening to stuff and whatever. And then, you know, years down the road, I find myself as a production director, you know, making these intricate commercials. And I, you know, put these, I, I can, I, I was putting all these, these voices and, and, and ambiance and backgrounds together and everything. And I thought everybody heard what I heard because I, I had been trained to listen to these things from him, right? And then, then people were like, I was like, oh, do you hear how I did that in the thing? And, and they would uh, no. And I would go, ooh. And after a while, I'm like, dude, they can't hear what you can hear. So I'm like, okay. But why am I telling you this story? Because that's what I do with people's voices now. So I can detect stress in somebody, okay? So the eyes are the mirrors of the soul. The voice is the mirror of the feelings and emotions, okay? I can tell, I can tell a stressed out person, like, by their voice, that when they say hello, okay? If you know how to read eyes and you know how to pay attention to a voice, okay? And I've worked with voices. Like, I've created magic with voices, okay? I don't mean magic like, like a magician's magic. I, I mean, like, uh, more like physical therapy kind of magic, okay? But we make no medical claims, okay? I gotta say that. But anyway, so so anyway, what he what he what he taught me was that it was not common to catch a cold all the time. It was not common to be sick all the time. This guy could fight off a cold like he didn't like to take medicine, right? And and I don't blame him. You know, I didn't either, right? But but I used to get sick all the time. I used to get bronchitis all the time. I used to you know I used to smoke cigarettes and all that stuff, and and so so you know I I made my way through life and you know things happen right, life happens, and so anyway I noticed that whenever he got a cold he got rid of it like in in like three days, and so when when he got rid of his cold and stuff right. I was like in awe. I was like, wow. Like, you know, I, I, I got a little envious. I was like, wow, he shook his cold in like three days and I'm, I'm sick for a week, right? Well, guess what happens? Like now with my subconscious, you know, awareness, okay? And, and this, is, this is why I'm telling you this, so that you become aware, so that you understand that it's not normal to be sick, so that you understand that normal is well, okay? So that you understand that, you should hardly ever catch a cold, okay? And and there's there's a, there's a little deeper thing about that about you know catching a cold is not really catching a cold at all, but but I'm not going to go there. Uh, that's that's another podcast, Hawaiians. Okay, that's another podcast. But what I'm going to tell you is that you know I used to catch colds all the time. I used to get sick all the time. I used to get asthma all the time. I used to get all this stuff all the time. As soon as I got a hold of this subconscious you know, I want to say training. And, um, and it takes a while because it is not like anything you're conditioned for because you are conditioned for society. You're conditioned for, you know, when you watch TV and stuff and you see the commercials and you see this and that and whatever you go on, you know, you, you go on your uh, social media and you see stuff. And okay, so that kind of, you're conditioned for all of that. And that's the matrix that we live in. Now, if you want to depart from the matrix, if you want to leave the matrix, okay, um, you have to start using forms of self-discipline, 
Okay, and I know this is gonna sound a little harsh. Okay, this is gonna sound a little like what I gotta do what? Okay, so but you have to start with things like fasting. You have to you have to experiment with this stuff. You know, it's like well, when do I really need food? You know, like oh, when I get weak, when I get like what are the indicators, right? Like um, when do I need sleep? Like, when do I need, you know, this, that, and the other thing, right? And, and, then, and then when I start getting sick, what do I do? So here's, here's I, I found this cure. Um, this, it's, it's a natural, uh, it's a bunch of herbs and stuff, right? It's called Wellness Formula. So if you guys want to try it, it's not a sponsor or anything of the show or anything like that. But just try Wellness Formula. Go online. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it um, all over. Uh, any major retailer has it. And um, I, I went to, to this small little shop one day and this, this man said, here, wellness formula, right? Now, I had begun studying all of this stuff because YouTube came out. And this was like way back when YouTube first came out. And when YouTube came out, you know, I was, I was already on my journey. And, um, you know, like I mentioned on the podcast before, I was doing this radio show with this guy and they only let us talk three times an hour. So I was like, you know, in my lectures and stuff on YouTube. And so, and this was like everything. This is what wasn't just conspiracy. It was, it was like everything, everything I was interested in. And I have a laundry list of that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I just went to town on it. My ADHD was just like in heaven <laughs> because my, my ADHD brain was just going, yeah, give me that, give me that, give me that. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that. You know, and that's the way an ADHD brain works. Okay, and it's it's a blessing and a curse. Okay, because sometimes the brain don't want to slow down and stop. Sometimes it just it wants to just keep going, and and you know I let it right. I just put something in front of it, put something in front of my eyes, and start reading. Keep busy and keep doing, keep producing, keep you know whatever, keep working, and and it's perfectly fine. But what I'm what I'm saying is when when you get sick, right? Okay, start writing your affirmations. Okay. I am so happy and grateful now that I am well. Write your affirmations. Train yourself to think wellness. I am well. Say I am well. Keep keep reciting that. What do you what do you when somebody gets symptoms, what do you hear from them, right? Oh, I think I'm coming down with something. Oh, I think I'm getting sick. Oh, I think I've got right? They think they're getting sick. Okay? And what happens? Well, you kind of you kind of escort the illness in. You kind of help it you, along the way, and pretty soon you you're really sick. Okay, so try it. Next time you start getting the sniffles, whatever. Okay, take wellness formula. Okay, because this saved. My, I have a perfect attendance record for my wedding and party business of 15 years. Never missed a performance at all. Not one. There was one performance that I showed up really sick. And I managed, I just like, um, yeah, when I was a kid, they used to say about a hair of my chinny chin chin, man. It was like, yeah, it was, it was like I was walking a tightrope, but I got on that stage and, and I gave them a show and I, I did my best, my very best. Um, I thought it was crappy. Um, everybody else thought it was a good show. The people, you know, I apologized. I, I told them, Hey, I'll credit you guys. We'll come back next year or whatever, whenever you guys want. And I'll credit you a show. And the guy goes, no, no, no. We had a good time. It was good. And, um, but anyway, but yeah, 15 years. Okay. 15 years. Now, how did I do that? Well, I, I started 
by doing my affirmations. I started by doing my meditation. I started by doing my visualization. Okay? Picture yourself well. Write it down. I am well. Speak it. I am well. Okay? When you're meditating and and you're, you know, in your meditative, peaceful state of mind, okay, just thank God or whoever you thank, whoever your higher self is, your higher power, source, whatever it is, thank that for being well, okay? And, and just be in gratitude. Just be grateful. The more grateful you are, the bigger your blessings. The more your blessings, I mean, I mean Rhonda Byrne says, uh, gratitude is the great multiplier. She, that's what she says. And I learned a lot from listening to Rhonda Byrne. I learned a lot from Mike Dooley. I learned a lot from, um, you know, uh, pe- people like, um, well, I didn't, I didn't really watch too much of, of, uh, uh, a lot of different people, but, um, but I, I do want to say that, that I really learned from Bob Proctor. Okay. Multiple sources of income. Right. And, um, there, there's a, and, and he also teaches, you know, paradigm shift, right? You got to change your paradigm and that, that's all subconscious training. Now, if you have heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, then you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, you probably want to look him up. Um, he, his avenue towards the subconscious, like everybody has a method, okay? Because everything works off of the subconscious. So it doesn't matter how you approach it. You know, some people are affirmation happy, I want to say. They just teach affirmations. They believe in affirmations. They use affirmations. And it gets them there. It gets them the results. Okay? Some people do it through meditation. Now, Dr. Dispenza, uh, he's a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor. And he's a world famous. Like, this guy is so huge on social media. And he is... Yeah, he's out there healing people. He's healing people because their subconscious mind is healing them. Okay. And he's doing it through meditation. So there's, there's many avenues to the same place. Okay. Visualization. There are some people that are very, very strong and, and believe very strongly in visualization. And that's the way they work. And that's what they do. So, you know, these, I, I have four of them, right? Affirmations, meditation, visualization. And the one that I talked about in the other podcast, um, you know, your voice can heal you. Vocalization. Now, vocalization, there's, there's a couple of forms, right? And I'm going to go over these things, uh, because I think if you're, you know, brand new to the podcast, you need to hear this. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're somebody who's been here for a while, one of our regulars, uh, thank you. First of all, um, we're very grateful that you're here, but, um, yeah, you can hear this again because this, this will help you. So vocalization is not just, speaking it there's a, there's an expression called you know speak the dream right and that uh, entails uh speaking your dreams out loud to yourself okay and and expressing gratitude but speaking it right because a lot of people think it a lot of people think their gratitude okay and there's nothing wrong with thinking your gratitude but when you speak it it's more powerful it goes into your subconscious okay a lot faster okay and your subconscious the idea that your subconscious is the body is something that somebody introduced to me that I went, hey, wait a minute, when I started thinking about it, right? Um, think about your senses, right? Your senses absorb to your subconscious. So what are your senses? What are your five senses? You know, do you, do you know what your five senses are, right? Okay, where do they go? They go to your body, right? Yeah, see? So uh, your five senses is, you know, what your subconscious is made of. Uh, 
So what is that? It's the body, your five senses. That's right. So now your subconscious, there, there's two, there's, you know, two different trains of thought. Um, one of them is, is well, uh, because nobody, you know, there's no single agreed upon definition of the subconscious in psychology. You got to know that. Okay. Some psychologists will tell you, yes, well, it's a, it's, it's a state of mind. Uh, it's like a huge memory bank kind of thing, you know, and then other people go, the spiritual people go, no, 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 it's the body. And when I was presented it uh, that way, like it's the body, I was like, hmm, interesting. So here you go, Hawaiians. So imagine this, right? Use your imagination, small kind. Okay. Now imagine the subconscious as your body. It makes sense because your five senses, right? Your five senses are what make up your subconscious mind. And where do your five senses come from, right? So everything that is in your five senses makes up your subconscious mind. Think about it. Okay, so yes, you want to visualize it, okay? You want to look at pictures. Visualization is imagination in your head, looking at pictures. What do you want? You want a new car? You want a new job? Whatever. If you want an office job, if you want a manual labor job, some people like to be outdoors. They like to be doing stuff. Not everybody's the same. So when you see somebody, you know, the, here's another thing in Japan. I don't know if you've ever been to Japan. <laughs> I, I used to work with this guy that was such a showboat, you know, and he goes, oh, I don't know if you've ever been to Italy, but in Italy, you know, and um, the funny thing about the funny thing about that was that I really started to like the guy as a person, right? I couldn't stand working with him. I couldn't stand, do, you know, doing the, like the work with him. But, but personally, I really, really started to like the guy. He's a good guy, really good guy. And so he, but he used to say stuff like that, right? And, and I used to be like, no, no, never went to Italy. And, and the reason I never went to Italy and the reason why, you know, I haven't been, I traveled the world as a kid, but the reason why I didn't travel and, you know, like, travel is not a thing for me is that my best friend was blind and nobody was going to watch my friend and I wasn't going to just leave him and take off. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't just leave him in for two weeks a year and, and go party somewhere. I mean, uh, and, and we were working on music. We were working on goals. We were working on stuff. So the reason why, you know, I haven't, you know, been to Italy <laughs> and, and I, I don't know. I think, I think if I had like, you know, if I really wanted to sit on a plane like that long, like up in the sky, um, maybe, maybe I would choose Italy. Maybe I would choose Spain and maybe I would go to Europe. But, you know, at, at one point I thought, well, you know, um, I shut down my physical office and I'm like, now I can teach anywhere in the world. I could just take my laptop and go. And I thought about that for a while. And then, you know, after that, I was like, eh, no, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I want to do that uh, because it's not a priority for me. Uh, I'm perfectly happy where I am. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's, um, that's just me. Everybody's different. Okay. Um, I kind of, I kind of, uh, asked my mom one time. I, I asked her. I said, I said, and she she presented me with a good idea, right? Like I said, I said, uh, mom, did, didn't you ever go to you know Europe and go go see the you know whatever the sites in Europe? And and she looked at me and she goes, why would I pay good money to go and look at ruins? And I thought I had to think about it, right? But but you see, they made the ruins a thing. 
So, so people will go and look, right? Like, oh, this used to be this. And they, they show you these magnificent pictures, right? Uh, they, these artist reproductions, right? And, and then you go and look at the ruins. And people pay tons of money to go look at the ruins. Now, there's another side of the ruins as well. And um, if you want the other side, um, I can tell you uh, to go research. I can even tell you who to go see. But you're going to find out that when you look deep enough into these ruins, <laughs> like they're manufactured. They're, a lot of it's manufactured um, to keep that tourist trade going, to keep the commerce going, to keep the money flowing, to keep the, the jobs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but anyway, that and that's not a podcast. But yes, there's artificial ruins out there that people are spending a lot of money to go and look at. All right. So now back to the wellness, back to your subconscious, back to your body, back to all of that. Okay. Now, when you start approaching your body as the subconscious because your senses are absorbing everything, what you want to do is you want to feed your senses where you want to go. You want to direct your senses, okay? So, you know, sit in your easy chair at home and close your eyes, okay? Like if you wanted to go to, let's say, a major league baseball game, smell the hot dogs, <laughs> smell the popcorn. You know what it smells like. You've seen a game on TV, right? You've seen things, right? Okay, so you, based upon what you've seen, okay, just absorb it. I think most people know what a hot dog smells like. I know what popcorn smells like. I go to the mall and, you know, I pass this place that has outstanding popcorn and, you know, and every, every time I go, I'm like, I'm in denial. I'm like, no, no, no. I haven't walked in there yet. One of these days, I'm going to buy some popcorn. Um, they haven't got me yet, but one of these days, I'm, like, I'm just going to go, all right, never mind, popcorn, you, you know, and I'm going to go grab a bag. But I'm just saying that, that you know what it's like. Okay. So, so here's the deal. When you start feeding your senses, okay, the places you want to go, the things you want to do, the things you want to have. I have everything I wanted to have, okay? Now, I got to tell you something else. Like, if money is your thing, right, um, be careful about that. Not because money is bad or anything like that. I don't have any hang-ups with money. Money comes for me all the time. Easy. It just comes, okay? Because, because I conditioned my subconscious that way. And you can do it too, but you have to understand that that you can't be let down when there's not like $5 million in your bank, okay? Because when, you see, the flow, this is why they call it currency, current, like, like, like liquid current, like water, okay, like a river, okay? So, and the current flows through the banks, okay? Now, the flow is what you want to manage. You want to have that cash flow, now, how do you start the cash flow? You start it in your mind, okay? Money comes quickly, easily, easily, and plentifully, okay? That's a, that's a good affirmation, and you can, you can write that down. I am so happy and grateful now that money comes easily, plentifully, and quickly, or something like that, okay? It doesn't matter what order you put it in, just, just do it, and it'll start to work. Now, when I started doing that, money just started coming, now, what did that mean? Did that mean that people were handing me cash? No, that meant that clients were coming. That meant that, that my companies were growing. That meant that, you know, I was, I was uh, doing another company or another business or another thing or a service or helping people. And, and here's the thing I put up a, uh, for those of you on my Facebook, I put up a, 
I keep putting up videos um, on thought leaders talking about how when you help others, that's the, the fastest way to help yourself. Okay, so if you really want to like, you know, get ahead in life, if you really want to make a difference with your life, maybe you're at the tail end of your life and you're going, wow, eh, it didn't happen yet or eh, I'm not happy with where I am or uh, I'm retired and I, you know, now I don't know what else to do but get old and die, that kind of thing. Okay, well, if that's you, then just understand that when you do something for somebody else, when you help somebody else, it's the fastest way to get to your dreams. Even if you haven't lived your dreams, this guy was saying today that when you're on your deathbed, right, there's only two things you're going to think about. Like, like with all the amazing knowledge and with all the things you can do and with everything, all your capabilities, right? Like, what did you do with it? How did you happen in life? How did you, how did you max it out? The second thing is how many people did you help? How many people did you push ahead of you? How many people did you bring up the ladder behind you? You know, to me, there's two kinds of people. And this is just me, okay? But there's two kinds of people. There's a kind that climbed the ladder of success, so to speak, right? And kicked the ladder out from under them and, and take all their knowledge to the grave, okay? Those are selfish people. Those are very, very selfish people, okay? I know a lot of those kind of people. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's wrong to be like that. I'm not being judgmental like that, but I'm saying it's selfish, okay? Now, the other type of person is the type of person that goes through something, okay? Because trust me, Hoyes, I've been through severe discrimination and, and whatever, like, like, oh, man, I... I mean, I've been hated on, you know, because because my family was my family. I've been hated on because my career went good. I've been hated on because I had companies. I I've been hated on and uh, just whatever. Okay, it it it's. I really I really learned from this one guy I worked with a long time ago, and he told me he goes, I just don't let it bother me, and I was like, whoa, because I did not know how to you know navigate through it, right? Okay, so I learned all this stuff. I have experience with this stuff. Okay, and I'm telling you that water off a duck, you got to let it roll off. You got to let it go. Okay, but if you're at that point where, you know, you still haven't lived your dreams, you still haven't, you know, connected the dots or put it all together and you think it's hopeless. Okay, I want you to think again because you can. I want you to think again. Okay, like. I had to invent new dreams for me. Like I had to invent new stuff. Okay. And, and that's why I'm, I'm doing my life coaching. That's why I'm, I'm doing, you know, several other projects. I think I'm going to die in the middle of like 17 projects. Okay. But, but here's the thing always. Okay. What, what you really got to understand. Okay. And, and when you're listening to the podcast, I don't care where you are in the world, you are an honorary Hawaiian. Okay. So, and that's why I say Hawaiians. Okay, but, but, but here, here's the thing, Hawaiians, okay? You can make your dreams happen. You have to convince yourself first. You have to convince your subconscious mind. You have to lead your senses in such a way that the only thing that they entertain is where you want to go and not where you don't want to go. Okay, but because if you're focused on the drama that you see on, the, on your phones every day, whatever, on your computer, whatever, okay? If you're focused on that, and you let it affect you and it and you let it kind of like jab at you and you let it, you know, make you well, what we call in Hawaii any kind. OK, 
Um, and how do I translate that? Um, just it, make you whatever's, right? If you let it make you whatever's, okay, then, then you know, in a bad way, then you're allowing that in. You're allowing that energy in. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, everything is energy. Everything. So when you allow that energy to take over, what you're doing is you're going, okay, you know what? All that good stuff, all, all those good feelings, all that success, all that, that, those things that feel good, all of that, you know, good stuff. I'm, I'm going to just go push it over there. I'm going to push it at, at my arm's length. And I'm just going to be right here in misery, in anger, in, in disappointment, in frustration, in, in all. I'm just going to be like, yeah, right here, like with that. And I'm just going to push all the good stuff like right out here at arm's length. Okay. Because that stuff at arm's length is what, you know, people like um, Esther Hicks calls the vortex. Everything is in your vortex. Everything you want. Everything you've dreamed of is in your vortex. Okay. And, and I know this because, you know, I mean, I keep, you know, I don't know. I keep proving it to myself over and over and over to the point where I'm tired of it. I'm tired already. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to come up with new things. I'm trying to, okay, let's try manifest this. Okay. Then boom, there it is. You know, manifest that. Boom. There it is. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking at a very expensive camera right now and it's on a tripod and it has a microphone on top of the camera and I don't really use the camera, but I saw it and I go, you know, I'm going to take a picture of that. And I put it on my lock screen and I go, you know what? I want this camera, right? Okay. So, and this was, you know, after you start doing this and this stuff starts working for you, right? And you, and you start feeding your senses, these things in this way, what, what happens is you end up with too much stuff and you, you just got to keep giving away stuff. Okay. Cause after, I, I mean, really it's just stuff after a while, but, and, and after you start proving it to yourself, right? It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you've ever been on a shopping spree, you know, but it's like that. It's like one after the other after the other. Now, you're not going to have $5 million in your bank, like I said, okay? But things will just flow into your life. Make sure on the other end, you're opening the floodgate to let things out of your life, okay? So what am I talking about? I'm talking about donating. I'm talking about giving. I'm talking about doing for other people, you know, I've been doing this as a, as a business. I've been doing for others as a business. And I can tell you, it's the best business ever. Like, I mean, whatever service business you can do that's actually helping the person get better, the, the physical person get better. Something, you know, if you're a chiropractor or if you're a doctor or if you're a nurse or if you're, you know, those kind of professions where you're helping others, you know, if, if you're a, 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 you know, a dentist, it, those kinds of people, right? They're actually solving physical problems. They're ha- helping people physically. Now, I'm not talking about the guys that you go online and, and you sign up and they throw some PDFs at you and they go, here, there it is, do that, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who spend their time with others to make them better. People who take their time to to go here, here, like this. Look, let me show you. I've I've done this. I've been there. You know, like, hey, hey, I've been discriminated against. Hey, I feel you. Let, let me let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to get get out of this mindset. Let me show you how to change your mind. You know, because I had to, because my mind was fixed because I was so stubborn. And I was so stubborn because of all the hatred that I got and that I started giving back. So I became the hatred I was getting. 
You understand? I was I became that hatred. I became that that energy, that that fighting energy, and I fought back. So what happened? Well, when you when you fight back, it comes back again. Then you fight back again. Then it comes back again. You see, it's like playing tennis. You hit the ball over the over, over the net, right? And then it comes back. Okay. So I always teach my clients the laws of power. Here's a law of power. Okay. If you if you guys really want a fast law of power. Okay. So you have two people standing in the tennis court. Okay. Those of you who have heard me do this before, just you don't have to pay attention. You other guys, pay attention. Okay. There's two people playing tennis. One is serving. The other one is ready to hit the ball. The guy serves. The ball goes into the court of the opposing of the opposing guy. Right. Bounces out. He scores a point. The other guy didn't do anything. He didn't he didn't move. He just let the ball. He he let the guy score on him basically. All right? Okay, stop the scenario. Now, who has the power? Yeah. Yeah. The guy who did nothing has the power. Okay? It's not the way you might think. You know, every time I present somebody with this question, they go, "Oh, yeah, the guy the guy who scored the point. Yeah, he won the game." I'm like, "No, he didn't win the game." That was one point, okay? So somebody can score on you one time, Hawaiians, okay? They can score on you one time. Now, if you keep letting them score on you, in other words, if you keep playing back, okay, if you keep the game going, if you let them score on you again, okay, something's wrong with you, okay? So what am I really saying? I'm saying if you don't participate, right, if you don't participate, there's no game. And you hold the power. Always remember that you hold the power in retention. Every time you retain your power, power is no good when you use it. Some of the most powerful people that, that I know, like, and I know some pretty powerful people, okay? Uh, I'm not flexing. I'm, I'm just saying it's the way it is. I, I've known Powerful people my whole life, they're around my family, that you know, all that kind of stuff. But but what I'm what I'm really getting at is none of them, not one of them ever exercised their power. They were very humble people. You know why? Because they knew they had power. They knew that they could just get something done like that. Yeah, check them out. You see? Check them one more time. There you go. Okay. They knew. They knew they could just they could pick up the phone and Give an order and, and it would be done. Okay. And when you have that kind of power or when you have, you know, political power, when you have whatever kind of power, whatever. Okay. And you don't use it. You retain the power. It's yours. It's yours. And you are truly powerful. Okay. But, okay, here's your big fat butt, Hawaiians. <laughs> here's your big fat butt. But, okay, when you go around, you, you know these guys, you know, I, I'm sure you've seen them. Right. They, they work these little jobs like security guards, some security guard. I'm not talking about all security guards, but I knew I, I used to work at a security guard. I was a security guard for many years. And in the company, there were guys that would exercise their authority to the max. And, you know, I mean, do all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. But I'm just saying it's those guys that the guys that exercise their power to the very maximum. OK, um, those guys are not very powerful. Not at all. Okay, it's the other way around. So what am I really telling you? Well, 
You know, if you really want power, if you really want strength, if you really want mental clarity, if you really want focus, if you really want all of those things, it comes down to self-discipline. Because the last thing you want to do is be like the people that, you know, always have... Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Owens, I gotta go... You don't want to use your power. Trust me. No. It's better within. God lives within. Yep. Hey, want to thank our uh, sponsors, Island Club and Spa. Oh, uh, yeah. Brother Andy over there. Mahalo, Brother Andy. And uh, also, Brother Darren Chinen. Okay. Uh, look him up. He's all over. His music is all over the world. Uh, it's on afmhawaiimusic.com. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's all over the place. It's uh, Darren and his last name is spelled C-H-I-N-E-N. Okay, check it out. All right, till next time, I'm Junior Kekoema, Junior Say Mahalo, and Aloha!